Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you're having a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about client service and improving client service. In fact, we're going to go through a bit of an exercise in this podcast where you're going to score your uh, client service and come up with your client service score so you know what your number is and perhaps you can improve it. We're going to gamify this a little bit. But why is client service so important? Uh, for the same reasons why when you go to a local store and customer service is important. If you go to a local store and you're not getting good customer service, you, what's the likelihood that you're going to recommend that store to others? Probably pretty low. What's the likelihood that you'll buy from there from them again? Probably pretty low. Okay, turn that around. If you get great customer service from a local coffee shop, from a local food store, from a restaurant, from a clothing store... You know, what's the likelihood that you're going to go back there again? You're probably going to be loyal to them. You're probably going to go back there them again and again and again. Uh, they're going to get a lot of your business. And you'll probably tell a lot of other people about this great store that you go to and how great the service is there. In fact, when people talk about businesses and recommend businesses to their friends, the number one thing they talk about is service, how great the service is. Service actually trumps uh, product. And what they talk about. People will talk about the great products that a company has, of course, but they'll really talk a lot about the service. The level of service really makes an impact. So in your own copywriting service, yes, your product is copywriting or content writing. And yes, that product has to be exceptional, has to be good. It has to, uh, you have to deliver professional quality work, and that's going to really help your business. Don't underestimate the importance of quality. However, your Level of client service, the level of service you provide your client also is going to have a huge impact. It is particularly going to have an impact on how much repeat business you get. If a client has a good experience working with you, there's a high likelihood they're going to call you again when they have a need. Okay. Conversely, if they have a poor experience working with you, they may may hire you again, but they're going to hesitate. And also, if you offer great client service to a client, you're more likely to get referrals. You're more likely to get that client telling others about you, and you get referral business. But if your client service is not all that great, or it's just mediocre, then the chances of your client telling others about your services is really low. You probably won't get any referrals from your clients at all, because clients only want to refer people that they are really really, um, really like and and really appreciate their work simply because they don't want to recommend you to someone and then that person having a poor experience with you. So if your client service is not that good, they don't want their friend or colleague uh, to, to complain to them about your poor client service. So you probably won't get the referral. Okay. So how do you improve this? How do you improve improve your client service so you get more repeat business, so you get more referrals? Um, the good news is that it's fairly simple. Uh, a lot of the changes that you may need to make, if you need to make any changes at all, are pretty straightforward. This isn't hard to do. You know, this isn't a difficult thing to do, is to improve your level of client service. 
In fact, over the past two or three weeks, I've been doing an informal, unscientific survey of marketing managers that I know, of business owners that I know, of friends and colleagues in business, and I've been asking them. I said, when you're dealing with a freelancer, when you're dealing with a freelance copywriter or some other type of freelancer, freelance designer, freelance illustrator, web designer, whatever the case may be, you know, when it comes to client service, what do you appreciate most about their clients, uh, the client service they provide you? Or what irks you? What, what bothers you? What do they do that you don't like? And I just did an informal survey over the past two or, two or three weeks. Spoke to a couple of dozen people, actually. And it's interesting, some of the uh, points that came up over and over again. So what I've done here is that I've made a list of seven areas of client service that, in my opinion, clients care about most. And what I want to do is I want to have some fun and, and play a game with this. I'm going to go through all seven, and I'm going to ask you to rate them. Rate your client service uh, for that particular area. And it doesn't really matter how you score it, but let's keep it simple because this is a podcast. You can, ex- you can uh, either score poor, so-so, or high. Okay, so poor being that your client service in this particular area is not so good. So-so mean it's, it's okay, it's fine, could be better. And then uh, number three, excellent or whatever you want to say there so uh, poor so so excellent let's put let, let's use that as a criteria make it easy to score one two three so let me go through these and remember uh, a lot of these came from uh, me talking to uh, clients so number one and this came up over and over again is that clients want you to return phone calls and emails promptly That was a big one. Return my phone call, return my email promptly. What clients really don't like is when they email a freelancer, especially someone they're already working with, and it takes two days for that person to return their email. Uh, They're doing business with you. They're, uh, They're paying you. You're working with them on a project. They deserve to be responded to when you... Uh, when they send you an email or when they phone you. Uh, That doesn't mean you have to jump and stop everything you're doing and return their email right away, although I actually do that. But it does mean that you need to be prompt when it comes to returning calls and emails. So think about how, how you are in this area. Think about how promptly you do return emails. Do you get emails, let's say, on a Monday and you sometimes don't get around to returning them until later on Tuesday? Is it over 24 hours? If it's over 24 hours or over a business day before you return an email to a client, okay, then that's a red flag. That is actually poor. You'd have to rank yourself poorly in this area if you did that. Try to return calls within and emails within one business day and preferably within a couple of hours, which is what I try to do. So rank yourself in that area. Number one, return phone calls and email promptly. How are you doing? Are you doing poorly? Are you doing so-so? Or are you excellent in this area? So score yourself one, two, or three. Now, the second one that came up, and this is a little, I admit, a little fuzzy. You know, it's not very specific, but 
basically the second one uh, was being friendly. Is you know the clients like to work with someone who's friendly, who's nice to talk to, nice to work with. Okay, they enjoy giving them a call and talking to them. The exchanges that they have are are positive and friendly. Um, that's not unusual. I think we all like to work with people who are friendly and 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 nice to talk to and and nice to deal with. So. You know that is becomes that that's a very important uh, client service thing that you can improve. You, you think about how you talk to clients on the phone, how you deal with them by email, because email is also a conversation. You can be friendly or unfriendly in an email. I worked with a web designer a few years ago, and she had a bad habit of being really, really short and blunt in her emails. I would uh, give her some feedback or, uh, or uh, email her a request of some kind. And I would get an email back and she'd be very prompt, but very blunt, almost as if uh, she was brushing me aside. At least that was the impression I was getting. Now, here's the thing. She probably didn't realize that she was making that impression. So you might want to talk to maybe some friends or trusted colleagues and ask them about uh, how friendly you come across in email. Okay, there might be room for improvement there. Because this is something that's, that came up when I was talking to clients and, and people in the business world, is they want to deal with people who are friendly, nice to talk to, nice to work with. So give yourself a ranking. That's, that's the number two point. Give yourself a ranking here. Are you uh, poor in this area? Therefore, you can improve it. Are you so-so or are you excellent? One, two, or three. Now let's go to number three, which is, and this is a biggie, and this can be no surprise to you, meets deadlines and other promises, okay? So if you told a client that you're, going to get, that you're going to send them an outline by Wednesday at noon and they don't get it till Thursday morning or it's really late on Wednesday, Wednesday at 10 o'clock at night or something like that, then you've broken your promise. Yeah, it came the same day that you said it would come, but you said it was going to be by noon. You've broken your promise. Who knows? The client may be waiting for it at noon. The client may be thinking, okay, that's going to come at noon. I'm going to schedule some time at lunch to go over it. And then your outline didn't show up. Okay. Clients hate that. So meeting deadlines and other promises is an important one. So rank yourself. One, two, or three. One being poor, two being so-so, three being excellent in this area. Number four is provides good ideas recommendations, helps us get better results. That's what one person said. In other words, you go beyond just copywriting. You know, you give the client ideas. You, you, you read something, for example, about how to get better open rates and email campaigns, and you shared that with your client uh, while you're on the phone with them. You're constantly looking for ways to contribute good ideas, recommendations. The client, your client's looking for a designer. You offer to send them a couple of names, okay? That kind of thing. Clients really appreciate that. Uh, providing good ideas, providing recommendations, uh, sharing information, sharing your expertise with them. Um, so if you're good at that, then give yourself a three for excellent. If you're so-so, a two. If you're poor, a, a one. And don't be afraid to score yourself one in some of these areas, by the way. You know, because these are so easy to improve. 
All these things are so easy. You can improve these things tomorrow. <laughs> Doesn't take much. So that's number four. Number five, and this was an interesting one, and is collaborate is collaborative. The uh, clients like uh, freelance writers, copywriters, professionals that collaborate well with others in their company. So let's say you're working for a larger company. They have an in-house design team and they have an in-house marketing team. So you're the writer. You collaborate well with them. You know their name. You can contact them. You work well together. It's almost as if you're trying to be part of the team. And in a sense, that's what clients like is for you to be kind of part of their team. So you're very collaborative and you work well with their in-house team. That was a biggie for many people. Because I find a lot of writers, and I've been guilty of this myself, a lot of writers tend to be uh, operate almost like like we're an island. You know, we're all on we're on our own, working from home, and and uh, we're sort of lone wolves. And it's much better. The way what clients really like is for a writer to plug in to their company and get to know people and be very and get get to learn how to work well with the, with the in house team and to really be part of the team, even though you're working at a distance from home. So that's a big one. It's uh, I call it being collaborative. So rank yourself there: one, two, or three. One being poor, two being so-so, three being excellent. The next one, number six. And again, this one's a little fuzzy. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find a way to uh, to express this a little bit better. But basically, it comes down to not needing your hand held. I had a client who actually said, "I like work with people who don't. I, I don't need to hold their hand." They take ownership of the of the project, you know. They they run with it, you know. Uh, they I don't have to hold their hand. I don't have to guide them. I don't have to supervise them too much. Clients really appreciate that. They appreciate working with copywriters who are like that. So uh, think of the way you work with clients. Are you always expecting clients to give you all the answers, to give you all the guidance, to you know, or, or do you really take ownership of the copy content project that you have and do whatever it takes? To uh, to get to get the job done. If you have a question and you can't, and if you have a question that needs to get answered before you can finish the the copy, and your client is gone on a business trip, and it's and the copy's due on Friday, and this is Tuesday, and that you can't reach the client, what are you going to do? Find a way. Contact someone else at the company. See if you can get the answer that way. Okay, you do what you need to do. Uh, you take ownership of of the project. You don't need your hand held. Clients really appreciate that, okay? So that is number six. So rank yourself in that area. And the final one, number seven, is um, flexibility when it comes to copy changes, revisions, ideas from others. Clients really hate it when they get back to a copywriter and says, you know what, I really, I really like to copy, but we want to go in this direction. We want this change made. We really feel strongly about it. And the copywriter gets uh, her back up and gets all upset or, or you know, refuses to do it or, or whatever the case may be, or there's some drama there. Clients really hate that. You know what, as copywriters, we're experts. We're experts on copy. We're experts on content. We do this stuff. It's, it's what we do. We know a lot about it. But no copywriter knows everything. Okay, No copywriter can be an expert on everything. Sometimes the client has some great ideas. Sometimes you write a headline that you think is great, 
and the client has another approach to the headline that is going to work well for his business. And you may not like the headline, but when you talk to the client, you might realize, you know what? He's on to something. He knows his target audience really well. Maybe we should go with that headline. Clients want you to be flexible when it comes to discussing those things, making changes, making revisions, things of that nature. That's number seven. So give yourself a score based on that. Now, let me review these, these seven areas of client service that are easily improvable if yours is not at an excellent level. Return phone calls and emails promptly. That's number one. Be friendly, nice to talk to, nice to work with. That's number two. Meets deadlines and other promises, number three. Number four is provides good ideas, recommendations, help your client get better results, share information. Number five, collaborate. You're very collaborative. Work, you work effectively with others. Uh, you plug into their in-house team, become part of their team in a sense. Number six, you don't need your hand held. <laughs> Take ownership of the copy project or content project. And number seven, flexible when it comes to copy changes, revisions, ideas from others into your copy, things of that nature. You don't, you don't do a whole drama thing. You know, if the client wants revisions, you have that conversation with them and you work with them. So those are the seven areas of client service that I find clients care about the most. And the good news is they're easy to improve. If you're weak in any of those areas, you can improve those, you can, you can improve it tomorrow. It doesn't take that long. So I hope that helps you. Uh, improve your client service because like I said the better your client service the more repeat business and referrals you'll get so I'm Steve Slomway for B2B Writing Success I hope you found this helpful and until next week have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business we hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. for more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com